From the Pacifica Radio Network and KBOO in Portland, Oregon, this is Progressive Spirit, ProgressiveSpirit.net. I'm John Schott. The shadows of this world will say There's no hope, why try anyway? Every kindness, large or slight Shifts the balance toward the light Waters wide and open Guest is Carrie Newcomer. She is a songwriter, recording artist, performer, and educator. She's released 15 albums. She was on Progressive Spirit when it was called Religion for Life a couple of years ago. Uh, we talked about her album, A Permeable Life, and its companion book, A Permeable Life, Poems and Essays. And she's with me again to talk about her latest album, The Beautiful Not Yet, and its companion book, The Beautiful Not Yet, Poems, Essays, and Lyrics. Welcome back, Carrie. Great to be here. Now, the last time we talked was about two years ago when you released A Permeable Life. Uh, So what's been happening in your permeable life since then? (laughs) Oh, gosh, Uh, uh, a lot of traveling and and, uh, performing in different parts of uh, the world. As as well as my first play, my first musical was produced last fall. Uh, And, of course, uh, creating and recording the songs for The Beautiful Not Yet. So uh, there's, it's been a busy year. Uh, play. Talk about that. Um, I've, yes, I have a, a play called Betty's Diner, uh, the musical. It's based on a song of mine called Betty's Diner and uh, co-written with a wonderful, wonderful um, author and playmaker, uh, Rick, uh, Richard Thomas. It was produced at Purdue University uh, for their main season, and uh, it was a very fun experience. You know, it's, it was my first play, so we had a wonderful time, and um, it was a great learning experience. Uh, the title of your album and companion book, uh, The Beautiful Not Yet, uh, resonated with me. I I immediately thought of my seminary training and the theological phrase, already not yet, uh, the realm of the divine, the kingdom of God is both at once within and among us and yet still to be realized. And, and this is kind of uh, where we live. Um, what would you call uh, the beautiful not yet? Is it, is it a paradox? Is it a tension? Can, can you talk more about that? You know, the, the song, The Beautiful Not Yet, uh, really came out of the idea that we are always living in now. You know, that it's a, it's a song about presence, that we are all that has come before, and we're, we're not to the next place yet. We're right here and now. You know, we live in a very goal-oriented culture. You know, we're always supposed to be looking to the next place or the next hour or the next day or the next five years down the line. And it's good to have goals, for sure, but, you know, our lives actually happen right here, right here in this moment. And there's something sacred and holy about that moment, uh, if you're paying attention. There's a story, there's a sweetness At the edge of in-between I feel it nearly tremble. 
You dedicate your, your album and book to your father, James B. Newcomer. Can you talk about your dad? Oh, my dad, he's a good guy. He's in his 80s, and, you know, he's been a wonderful, he's been an amazing father, but also just an amazing human being and an educator. Uh, worked a good deal of his life as an educator, a deeply spiritual man. And he taught me a lot about justice, and he taught me a lot about being true, being true to yourself, who we are and how we walk around in the world actually makes a difference. So, so yeah, he's been a great inspiration and he, and he shows up in my songs. I was wondering about uh, where, where he shows up, sometimes explicitly, but sometimes probably uh, underneath the surface, so to speak. For example, one of your songs in the album is You Can Do This Hard Thing um, <laughs> yes. about family and, and community lovers, perhaps all those we need to encourage us and, and maybe push us, whether it's activism or walking through grief. We need the confidence and, and grit, don't we, and some people to help us out. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the running themes uh, on this new album is where do we find help in hard times? You know, what sustains us? What do we love beyond words and measure? But where do we find help in hard times? And, you know, you can do this hard thing. Um, yeah, uh, in the first verse, I'm talking about being a, a, a young girl and having a hard time with mathematics. And my dad's sitting down at the table and very patiently showing me how to, how to uh, do some, some kinds of calculating. So, so he showed up in that song. But, you know, the entire song really addresses this idea that, you know, there are people in our lives and sometimes it's a community as well who say, you can do this. You can do this hard thing. And I, the phrase affirms that yes it's hard you may not have had to do this before you may not feel very confident or sure about what you're doing it might just be plain old hard but there's also this affirmation that everything has brought you here and you have everything you need to move forward and support for it you can do this hard thing you can do this hard thing it's not easy so you can do this thing. We're kind of lonely um, in our society, uh, doing it alone, individualism and all of that kind of thing. But that, that's pretty hard to do the hard things on our own. You know, that myth of the rugged individual, it's a, it's a pretty pervasive kind of idea in our culture. But so often the things that we need you know, the things that we need are within us and between us. You know, that, that community, that thing that happens between us is so much a part of the human condition and the human story. It's essential to the human story. So, you know, there's songs on this album that, that address that. Several of the songs, at least half the songs on this album, were uh, written for a spoken word and music collaboration with Parker J. Palmer. Uh, who's just one of my favorite people and authors on the planet. There's a song called Three Feet or So. It looks at this idea of what we need is within us and between us, that the things that have saved us as people, as communities, compassion, generosity, uh, hospitality, good parenting, a good sense of humor, 
justice, preservation of, of, of the planet. You know, these things that have always saved us are still here to save us. They didn't go away because we're having a particularly brittle political season. They're right here and completely accessible to us, and we experience them on a daily basis. That's something within us, and it's also between us. It's right here. Now, the stuff that trips us up, it's all right here, too. Um, and we contend with that, and we navigate that. I, I think it's really important in, in, the, in the kind of way we get our information these days. We're getting information from a lot of sources, a lot of sources from without. And for better or for worse, our media is primarily a commercial media, or a lot of it is. And we get a lot of what they believe sells, you know, um, conflict sells, salacious sells, uh, tragedy as commodity. And we get an overwhelming amount of that. And I think for those of us who, who are paying attention and, and aware of the troubles, the sorrows of the world, and are trying to make our own small difference, that uh, daily barrage of that kind of information is, you know, can be overwhelming and it can be discouraging. But there is a different set, you know, a different place that we get our news as well. You know, if you ask someone, yes, there's greed in the world, but do you know anyone personally? That is generous of heart and spirit. And almost everyone will say, yeah, I know a lot of people like that. Or if you say, yes, we have places where we disagree. But do you know anyone who has reached across some kind of line for, for love or for family or for the food bank or for something that they deeply value? And almost everyone will say, yes, I know a lot of people like that. I'm like that. That's what Parker Palmer calls the news within that, yes, we're getting a lot of deuce from the outside that's, that's lopsided in terms of, of what's happening, what's really happening on a daily basis. But there is another source of news, and that's from within us and between us. And I take great heart there. It's something that gives me great hope and helps me, helps me to balance. I can't change the whole world. I'm John Shuck, and you're listening to Progressive Spirit. Carrie Newcomer is my guest. She's uh, the creator of a new CD, The Beautiful Not Yet, and its companion volume, The Beautiful Not Yet, Poems, Essays, and Lyrics. And in your companion book, uh, you included uh, your address to graduates of Goshen College. Uh, you delivered the commencement <laughs> address in, uh, in April of 2016. And you told them, uh, on the way to finding and honoring your truest self, you can be guided by another simple but important practice, be kind. And one of your poems is, is called Kindness. Would you mind reading that? Sure, I'd be happy to. Kindness is human size, honest and doable softening even the hardest of days. The country cousin to love, unpretentious and daily, and completely possible. It takes out its earbuds and listens to your story. It gives up its seat on the bus and hums in the kitchen washing dishes when nobody asked it to. And more often than not, if I start with a little kindness, love is usually following 
just a few steps behind, nodding and saying, that's the way it's done. Yes, honey, that's the way it's done. That last line, that, that sounds to me like that was someone who said that to you. That's the way it's uh, done, honey. Is that, is, was that, a, was that a, a grandmother or someone? Uh, no, not necessarily. No, actually, it's, it's more of <laughs> what I've said to other people myself. Ah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's done. That's usually, sometimes it's, it's the way we get there. You know, love sometimes, in, in a spiritual community, we talk a lot about love. Mm-hmm. You know, love is important, it's big, and it's wide, and it's uh, beautiful. But sometimes it's hard to get your arms around love. You know, it's, it's so big. But kindness, like I said in the poem, kindness is human size completely possible and doable and it happens every day and sometimes the smallest kindness can change a person's whole day you know and we remember those times to this very day we remember those times so so kindness is a powerful thing I'm glad you said that it's powerful uh, kindness is, is is easily forgotten it seems or dismissed as, as as soft or even weak we need to be tough and shrill and fight uh, I'm thinking of that activist within me uh, so is there a way uh, to be kind and to be a, a fighter oh absolutely you know there's there's a whole different kind of strong Courage has nothing to do with being fearless. It has everything to do with loving something or someone so much you'll brave all the scary stuff. To hope is a great act of courage and strength. Hope is not wishful thinking or positive thinking. Hope is, hope is gritty. You know, it's daily. And if you hope, you take the risk that someday your heart will be broken. And then you get up and you do it again the next day. You keep going. To be cynical is so easy. You are never disappointed. You know, there's different kinds of strength in this world. And in my humble estimation, you know, those are the kinds of strengths that are more powerful and and change the world in a more deep and long-lasting way. If you're just joining us, this is Progressive Spirit. I'm John Schock. Carrie uh, Newcomer, my guest, uh, her CD is The Beautiful Not Yet and the companion book, The Beautiful Not Yet, Poems, Essays, and Lyrics. Let's talk about the music side of it for a minute. Uh, I'm thinking of those with whom you make music. What are you learning from your fellow musicians about your craft? Oh, I just loved the recording, the creation and the recording of this particular project. You know, I love them all. Uh, they, they all have their own personalities, I guess. I think when you have a trail of albums behind you, like I do, you, you get pretty comfortable with your growth being public. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, that's where she learned how to do that. But this particular album was you know, a combining of classical influences with roots and bluegrass influences blended with my own kind of style of singer-songwriter sensibility. So it was a really wonderful combination of things. Uh, all the players on this album were virtuoso. I just have to say that out loud. They were just incredibly talented people, every single one. They were also incredibly elegant players. And what I mean by that is, you know, an elegant player may be able to play a ton of notes. I mean, they can step up. If you want a ton of notes, they can step up and, and you know, lay that out for you in the most wonderful way. 
But an elegant player knows that what you don't say is just as important as what you do say, that it's all about the song. And if what the song needs is an arpeggio and a pause and nothing more, that's all they'll do. If someone needs to step forward and play something that's very complex and complicated, that's what somebody does. But, but it's all about the song and what serves the song. It's not about me. Uh, it's not about this recording process. It's about what creates the most poignant and powerful song. And all the players, every player on this, on this project were truly virtuoso, but truly elegant players. And whenever I get to work with, you know, musicians like that, uh, I always marvel and I learn, I, I learn really in a deep way. It was fun because several of these musicians I had never worked with before in the studio. Uh, Gary Walters, who's a wonderful pianist who I've worked with for many years. He was definitely at the heart of the project. You know, many of these performers and, and musicians, uh, it was a new relationship. And Jamie Stone of the Lomax Project was the wonderful producer of this. And, you know, we had a lot of pre-production meetings, but Jamie suggested that you know, we get together as a group several days before the recording would happen. And we did, and we got, everybody came from different, you know, some from Canada, from different parts of the country, and they all came uh, to uh, where I live, because we were recording in my hometown. And we spent days just playing music together and sitting on the front porch and having meals and discussing life, the universe, and Every, and music and everything, you know, over a glass of wine. And, you know, by the time we got into the studio, it had a very family feel to it. There was this really lovely sense of appreciation for the music that these folks, every, everybody was creating, but also who they were as people. It was a great project. It takes a great deal of maturity and, and strength to, as you say, serve the song. And some of the folks on this album, uh, you know, are in their 20s. So I love that, too. There was this great age range. And if you include Parker, who inspired many of these songs, you know, there was, you know, age range from, uh, you know, players in their 20s all the way every decade up into their 70s. It was this wonderful collection uh, of multi-generational influences as well. And that was that felt very family-like and comfortable and and just lovely, too. Your work has spiritual themes, and, and what I, I really like, and I know your listeners uh, and readers also really like, is that you're spiritual but not pushy. Uh, <laughs> it can be, you know, I just say that. Uh, but you do use the phrase, which I, I practicing resurrection, which is a wonderful way to say that, and you're very singable, lean into the light. How have you seen people practice resurrection? Well, I should first, you know, credit where credit's due. That's a, you know, that's my tip of the hat at, or, or nod to Wendell Berry, the Mad oh, Farmer's yeah. Manifesto, um, to keep practicing resurrection. Uh, Lean Into the Light is a song that was written. It's, it's actually in kind of a call and response, old-time gospel feel uh, and, and song form because I wanted people to be able to sing along with it immediately. Uh, it's that kind of a song. Sometimes it's just great to say over this refrain, lean into the light, you know, just keep, if we just, you know, if we just keep leaning into something true and of light, 
something is you know there is still something whole and sacred in this world and if we keep leaning into it all things are still possible so you know so that's that as a refrain that keeps coming back and coming back and the idea of practicing resurrection yes if you hope you will have days when you're disappointed and you get up and you do it again and you keep uh trying winter is the oldest season Stretching out and reaching Faithful as the morning glow Carry nothing but what you Large or slight shifts the balance toward the light. Waters wide and open wide. Don't just walk when you can fly. Justice seems in short supply. In terms of that too, I should say there's a song called Sanctuary on this album that's kind of the flip side of that in a way. Sanctuary came about, it was, um, I was writing in correspondence with, with Parker Palmer and something had, had happened in my life and I asked him, what, do, what does a person do when they're personally or politically heartbroken? How does the, the, the folks in the civil rights movement keep going when they reached, you know, when they came up against so many hard walls. And he wrote back and he said, they took sanctuary and we take sanctuary. I, I loved that concept and that idea that, yes, there's time for action to do our best. There are also times when we need to gather together with either a, a, a single person or with a community and remember, remember what it is that we love uh, the most beautiful values that we carry, to take comfort and courage and strength with others around us, that idea of within us and between us. So that idea of sanctuary kind of came out of you know, that experience of asking the question, what do you do when you are personally or politically heartbroken? Will you be my refuge, my haven in the storm? Will you keep the embers warm when the fire's all but gone? Will you remember and bring me sprigs of rosemary? Be my sanctuary till I can carry on, carry on.
This one knocked me to the ground. This one dropped me to my knees. I should have seen it coming, but it surprised me. Will you be my refuge? Oh, but you know what I'm going to do a little bit here? Because songs are not just lyrics. Songs. The reason why I'm a songwriter is because you get both. Yep. <laughs> the songs and lyrics are music and, and language absolutely entwined. And I, I love when people can read my lyrics as poetry, but um, they were intended for music. So, this one knocked me to the ground. This one dropped me to my knees. I should have seen it coming, but it surprised me. Will you be my refuge? My haven in the storm. Will you keep the embers warm when the fire's all but gone? Will you remember and bring me sprigs of rosemary? Be my sanctuary till I can carry on, carry on, carry on. In a state of true believers on streets called us and them, it's going to take some time till the world feels safe again. And you can rest here in Brown Chapel or with a circle of friends, a quiet grove of trees or between to bookends, will you be my refuge? My haven in the storm, will you keep the embers warm? When my fire is all but gone, will you remember and bring me sprigs of rosemary? Be my sanctuary till I can carry on, carry on, carry on. Carry Newcomer. Her CD is The Beautiful Not Yet, and the companion book is The Beautiful Not Yet, Poems, Essays, and Lyrics. Carrie, thank you uh, so much for this and, and for being with me today. Oh, thank you so much. And it's been a delight to speak with you again and, and uh, be a part of this wonderful program. You've been listening to Progressive Spirit. Find more information and links to podcasts at progressivespirit.net. You'll also find information about my new show, The Beloved Community, that's also available through Pacifica and on podcasts. That website, again, is progressivespirit.net. Progressive Spirit is produced at KBOO in Portland, Oregon. I'm John Shuck. Be well. Will you be my refuge, my haven in the storm? Will you keep the embers warm when my fire's all but gone? Will you remember and bring me sprigs of rosemary? Be my sanctuary.